Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder. Welcome. Uh, so it's been a really long time. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Welcome back, stranger. It's been a while, but how are you? How have you been? Okay. Welcome back, stranger. It's been a while. How have you been? I hope you've been doing well, because, I mean, I've been hanging in there myself, but... You know, it's a tough world out there today. There's a lot of nonsense and, and craziness happening, but hopefully you're still finding a way to enjoy yourself. As for me, I mean, I've been doing some crazy things as well. I uh, I drove to Philly, which was what last episode was supposed to be about, but I kind of lost that one. I'll talk about it a little bit to, uh, to catch you up to speed. Essentially... I wanted to go to Philly just to see how it could be, so I drove over there for a week, for not even a weekend, a day. I drove over there for a day, and that was an extreme accomplishment for me because I don't drive anywhere. Like it's very hard for me to drive because of how much anxiety I have over it. But I conquered it. Like there were a couple of times before that that I drove to the city, but now I. I was able to actually drive. It's 80 miles to Philly. And I drove that. And I almost, for the most part, did extraordinarily well. I kept calm. I kept my eyes on the road. Everything went well. Uh, until it came to the other drivers. See, everyone else was insane. Like, there, there were drivers out there that really enlightened me on what it is to be a driver on this kind of road i didn't believe it at first but everyone speeds no one follows the law ever at all no one is on that speed limit you could be on any of the lanes and everyone is going as fast as their car can carry them there are some people who are weaving in and out of traffic. They never signal. They're always cutting people off. I almost died many, many times, but none other than the great time, the greatest of times. And I mean that in scale, it's the greatest in terms of what happened. It's probably the worst experience. Mm second or third worst experiences that i've had while driving yeah the bar is pretty high there nope let me back up i don't want to i don't want to talk too loudly to you but yeah it's probably one of the second or third worst experiences i've ever had because i was driving right i was driving back home it was nighttime and i'm almost home however uh a 14 wheeler a large truck comes behind me and I'm doing the speed limit in the right lane. Or I'm moving faster than the speed limit in the right lane. And But apparently that, that that's not enough for him. He says, you know what? I am going to run you over. You're not going fast enough for me. So now I'm going to put my high beams on. I'm going to slam on the horns constantly. I'm going to tailgate you and blind you so you have nothing and nowhere to go. So I try to pull over. I try to go to a different lane. But then I realize there are other cars over there. So I don't. I can't. And I bamboozled him, I guess, because my guy turned the lights off and then was just like, oh, okay, you guess he's going to move. And I turned back into the lane. Like, I, I stopped turning. And then he was just like, ah, 
I'm gonna put it back on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep honking the horn heavy. That was terrible. This gigantic car was trying to run me off the road. What? What is this? What is this country? What are what are these people on the road? I learned how to drive from this driving school, and you mean to tell me that that none of it was real? It was all a farce. Anyways, it was it was a lot crazier than the last episode. I elaborated a lot more, but uh, <laughs> that's gone now. So I'll just give you the clip notes. I don't want this episode to be too long. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's so much that happened. Ah, oh, man. I've been doing decently at my job. It's a little bit complicated in some ways, but I, I think I can handle it for now. For now. It's not more than I can, can do at this current time. However, there is a pressing issue. The summer is almost over. I haven't gone anywhere crazy yet. I haven't done big things. I've gone to Washington, D.C. I drove to Philly. Uh, I, I drove to New York City. I was driving a lot. I uh, What else did I do? I posted on the podcast. I worked out. I wrote a bit. There's not a lot that I did. I feel this is why I try to keep a journal of things because I don't remember a lot at all. And after this year, I want to still be able to go to go back and recall on the journey. So if you haven't kept a journal, maybe that's one of the reasons why if you feel or maybe that's one of the reasons why you should consider it, because life is kind of fast you don't really know what the good days are. You don't know what the best times, your greatest memories are going to be. So you should try to document it in some way. Try to record it. Take pictures. You know? But today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to read. There's this story that I have that was way, way, way from the past. It doesn't even really exist in my current version. That, I am peaking you heavily. This is ridiculous. I don't know how to position on this mic. Like, I, I don't like it at all. I bought it because it's supposed to be higher quality. But, like, I can't, I can't seem to not peak you. You're, you're, I'm going, do I sound too loud? Well, obviously, for you guys, I probably don't sound too loud simply because my editing is A1. But sometimes the editing is not A1, and I might be peeking your ears. You might be uh, experiencing some, some pain, but hopefully not. Hopefully, I've done well. But I have to figure out how... I have to figure out how to talk to the mic. How to how to how to treat the mic? How to be like, yo, you know what, Mike? I know we've only known each other for a short time, but I think I, I can't even do that in a joke. But you know what I mean. You know, I want to I want to I want to be one with the mic and and make make friends with the mic. All right, enough talk about it, Mike. You're cool, but you're a little bit sensitive. Uh.
but yeah, so I'm going to read. This is a story of that I wrote back in the day, like way back, and it is phenomenal. I feel like this is me at my peak. Well, the peak back then. I feel like my potential is a lot greater than that, but that was me when I actually was about this writing. I was really into it. I, I, I felt things. I visualized. I developed characters. It was all amazing, and I might not even really be able to uh do it justice but i will do my very best and also this episode is not going to be too long probably going to cut it off around 15 minutes uh which is going to be wild because there's something that i want to try i want to make use of both of the mics that i have and make it easier for you the listener to tell who when I'm trying to narrate and when I'm trying to uh, speak for the characters. Now, in reality, I can do it both ways. I can literally... Actually, that's what I might do. Okay, sorry. My mind went through a bit of a transition. Uh, but I can do it a, a couple of different ways. I could make it so that I'm constantly just reading through this one mic. Or I can make it so that this mic is for narration this is my narration voice hello there you are listening to the sound of silence just kidding you're listening i don't know what the sound of silence is but you are listening to the voice of thunder and that is from this voice and then from a different mic i can be like oh well you're not really listening to the voice of thunder maybe this is the voice of of humans maybe maybe we're on the voice of Something else. I, I, I don't know. But maybe I can make it so that the mics can distinguish the characters. That's kind of dumb. That, that seems like <laughs> it's not really worth the trouble. But I do want to see what the difference is between these mics. So what I'll probably do is I'll start off reading the story through this mic only. And then I'll transition in the next episode to the format of two different mics i don't even know how i'm gonna set that up to be honest but i will try my best so without further ado for a little bit more time for a little while i will without further ado i'll get into the story i'm not really gonna explain too much except the story is called the five monarchs something was wrong i knew as soon as i walked into the dimly lit room with the star-shaped table and saw a red-haired woman that i hoped to never see again Eslander, she called out to me. Zipporah. She smiled brightly and seemed to fill the room with positivity. She just seemed to glow in a way that made people become drawn to her. It's no mystery as to why countless men has fallen for her. Unfortunately, I was one of them. What are you doing here? I asked, keeping my voice even. She looked up and thought. Hmm, I don't really know, honestly, she admitted. I was invited here by a man in a cloak filled with stars, she told me. Her bright brown eyes met mine and she smiled. He said, The greatest treasure in all of creation would await you. She said, making her voice deeper and mocking the man's voice. And you believed him? I asked in disbelief. Of course not, silly. She said, laughing. But I figured I'd see what he was talking about. Her fair skin turned slightly red as she blushed. I didn't know I'd get to see you here again. She said softly. She knew exactly what strings to pull. You might not see it in her appearance, but she was cunning, probably even as smart as I am. My heart raced in my chest. 
Uh, yeah, the same man came to me too, I said quickly. Her golden dress reminded me of back when we were... Uh, stop it. I need to focus. <clears throat> I said, regaining my composure. She giggled. He told me that I'd find all the answers I was searching for. I said, this was huge for me because I had so many questions. My brain was filled with hundreds of inquiries to the point where I'd get a headache trying to find answers for all of them. Some of them, people say, won't ever be answered. I refuse to believe that. You okay? Your face looks all clouded, she said, concerned. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Sorry, I replied. Do you think anyone else is going to be here? I asked her. You mean besides you, me, and Sajin? She asked. Sajin is coming? I asked, confused. I couldn't imagine him coming to something like this. I'm already here, said a voice from the left. I nearly jumped out of my body into the, and into the afterlife. Sajin! I shouted. The man dressed in dark gray stood up from the other side of the table, a blank expression on his face. Oh great, he's here too. I hadn't even realized he was here. I apologize. I didn't mean to alarm you. He said in a tone that didn't sound the least bit apologetic. Of all people, why did it have to be Sajin? He was one of the most infuriating people I'd ever met. He didn't seem to care about anyone or anything, even himself. His dark hair was wild and unkempt on his head, connecting with a beard and mustache that covered most of his face. Why didn't you say anything? I asked, annoyed. Without even looking at me, he said, Why would I say anything? I had no reason to. He said unenthusiastically. But that doesn't make sense, I exclaimed. You don't make any sense, he retorted. Ah! I exclaimed angrily. Zipporah giggled at my frustration. I glared at her, and she held her hands up in surrender, trying not to laugh. She couldn't hold it in, however, and burst into laughter again. What's so funny? I asked. Nothing. You look pretty funny when you're angry, when you're angry she said, chuckling. I hated how uncaring he was. What got to me most was how much potential he had for being great, maybe even greater than me. But instead, he doesn't seem to want it. It's like he just doesn't want to do things outside of his comfort zone. He doesn't want anyone or anything. I thought maybe it was he wasn't motivated. I tried barking up that tree countless times to no avail. He just doesn't listen. I sighed. Why did you come here? I asked as calmly as I could. For the first time since he made himself known, he looked at me with his uninterested, dark gray eyes. The same man who approached you two approached me. He convinced me that coming here would be well worth the effort. So far, it doesn't even live up to those standards. Even his words of, his, of disappointment felt empty, like he had no stakes in his own agenda. He was just bored with life, it seemed. This made my heart weigh down in my chest. Sajin, I started to say to him. I wanted to try again. I wanted to tell, to tell him just to do something, invest in things for once. If he tried to apply himself, he'd find life to be so much more exhilarating. So much more exhilarating, worth living. I felt like by never taking leaps of faith, he'd never risk anything. He never changes. By doing this, he misses out on a huge part of life. What is it, Lazlander? Why are you staring at me? He asked. I wanted to tell him. So, why didn't I? N nothing. It's nothing, I said. Whatever. He said, looking away again. Silence descended upon the room. My, my. Look at, my, my. Look at what we have here. A woman said, a woman said from behind me. Sapor cursed. Judging by her reaction, I knew who it was without even turning around. Genesis.
All right, that seems like a good that that seems like a good stopping point. I was definitely too loud the whole time. I'm gonna have to lower the entire episode. It's gonna be great. Editing is great, but that's all for this week. You've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. My name is David Deckel Hills, and thank you so much for listening.